What's up, everybody? I'm Dr. Peter Bolden. And I'm Dr. Craig Spodek, and you're listening to the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. Simply the best podcast in dentistry designed to help you maximize your practice and your life through four pillars of success. Leadership, team culture, marketing, and financial freedom, and everything in between. Now, let's get to it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. Today, it's Craig and Pete just banging out content, banging out content in 10, changing your life in 10 minutes or less, which Craig is not too sure about this format. I am really pushing him. So if you're loving it, please put the comments below the video or somehow ping us so we can keep this format because Craig is pushing us to go back to the Joe Rogan format of hours of droning on. Oh, bullshit, man. I'm not saying hours. I'm just saying 10 minutes is a little bit tough. But And, and Joe doesn't drone on, actually. Joe's really No, in, I mean, come on. Yeah. But I like it. We more. drone on. My life, is, my life is lived lived in bulletproof uh I'm sorry, bullet points. Yeah. I like bulletproof things very bullet pith- points. I like things very pithy and to the point. I tell people start at the end and work backwards if you're getting too wordy for me. I'm like that with other people are talking, but when I'm talking and that rule doesn't apply. Anyway, let's do that timer thing. I like that timer. Okay. 10 minutes, Craig. Everyone knows the rules. Today, we're going to be talking about making money isn't about being lucky. And yeah, Craig has a lot again. to say about this. So we're taking this from, as you can hear it, tick, tick, tick. We're taking this from Naval Ravikant, who is, I think, an oracle of today. Um, he is just wise beyond. Uh, he's just one of those people on earth that you're like, holy cow, you're here. You're here just a lot smarter than the rest of us. <laughs> um, so, Craig, let's jump into it. Yeah, so, so making it, money isn't about luck. It's, become, it's, it's about becoming the kind of person who makes money. Right. I think that people have just a thermostat and an idea set for their financial um, status in life. And it's like, it's like a thermostat works with both heat and air conditioning. So if you got it set to 70 degrees and you start getting warm, making more money, you know, you think you should make X amount of dollars and you start getting too much money. You have a way of kind of self-sabotaging and the AC kicks on and it cools you back down. Then you fall too low and you're making too little money. It'll kind of kick back up. So I think it's a psychological idea that you're, you know, being broke is not a physical reality, but it's a mindset. And I've seen so many examples of that now that I believe that. I, I, and I think it applies to me. Like I have, I used to have this like idea of a dollar amount I wanted to make. And believe it or not, I got stuck there. And then I had to change it. And then I got stuck there. So I think the ones that make the most amount of money have just a belief that they're going to, you know, be different and, 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 and get a certain amount of wealth or a certain amount Question. of income. Do you think that if I dropped you in any random practice on the, in the United States and you, that was your full-time focus, right? Would you be quote unquote lucky again? Meaning, right? Do you, do you see where I'm going? Yeah, I, I listen. I mean, I, I'm a believer that there is a good dose of luck. I mean, listen, you and I are healthy. You know, we're, we're, we've got healthy families and um, that's luck. And that fact that we're lucky and blessed to be healthy and able um, allows us to not allows us to put the time in to do the work. So you do need luck. My point is, Greg, is so, how many times do people say, "Oh, look at your practice. You're so lucky," right? And luck had not much to do with it. Meaning, it was a lot of mistakes, a lot of learning, a lot of twenty-hour yeah, days, it's a like, lot of stuff. So yeah, Naval Connor, talks about Conor McGregor says the same shit. T- Conor McGregor has this whole like monologue about like talent and how talent talent will actually fuck you up. So if you're super talented, if mm-hmm. you're the smart talent, used to screw me up too. I have a really good memory, so I could hack my way through some schooling. 
you know, my, my, you know, mm. my memory was so good. I didn't have to put the output in. So, so like, you know, I, I'm the type of guy that if I study and sit down for an hour, it's like equal to two or three. So instead of studying for an hour and have it be equal to two or three, I'd study for 10 minutes and have it be equal to an hour. And so talent will get you, you know, if you're really good, if you're just a scratch that's golfer. Fourth, that's the fourth type of luck that Naval talks about. That's luck from your unique character, or your skill set, right? Like you got right. lucky in school, quote unquote, because you had a unique ability to remember things more so than that was your advantage. If, but talent, if I can talent quickly, is overrated. Talent is overrated. Yeah, hard work. Hard work is what, what it's is the what hardest really kind matters. All right, all right. We hope everyone is getting massive value from listening to this podcast. If you are, we're going to ask a couple things in return. First, review us on iTunes. If you don't know how to do that, the easiest way is to pick up your phone, open the podcast app, click on the album art, and then scroll all the way through the episodes, and you'll see review at the bottom. Go ahead and bang out the stars that we deserve. Second thing, if you haven't signed up for our text uh, list to get notified of special offers or the next summit or whatever it may be, uh, make sure to text the words bulletproof to 33777. That's 33777 and the word is bulletproof. Third thing is we've got the book, as most of you all know, but we've also got the audible version that Dr. Spodak spent three days in studio and it was an arduous task and he crushed it. He really should be an, an audible book reader. And then last, if you haven't heard, uh, we've got an amazing deal with Merchant Cost Consulting, and it's for processing, and it's a uh, check out that episode. But if you want to get hooked up with that deal, make sure to uh, go to the landing page, bulletproofdiscounts.com. That's it, everyone. Hope you're having a great day, and we'll see you soon. So there's four types of, of luck. There's blind luck, which is really just, you just got lucky. You landed at the right place at the right time and, and you're just lucky despite yourself, right? The second type is luck from hustling. It comes from the things we talked about, Greg, that you and I are both very familiar with is the, the hustle your face off, work your face off, 20 hour days, be obsessed, wake up from morning, noon and night thinking about your practice. Um, and you know, yeah, you'll tend to get very lucky if you do that, by the way. Well, right, but it's <laughs> if you wake up thinking about your practice and you're constantly working on yourself, you're going to find that you're going to get very lucky in life. The third luck is is called luck from preparation, where obviously it's sharpening the knife. I mean, sharpening the axe, not just hustling and trying to brute force through something. It's actually being smart and strategic, um, and you're very good at spotting the opportunity and then capitalizing on it. And the fourth one is the luck from unique character, which we spoke about with Craig where you're, you're lucky because you, you're quote unquote lucky because you're just, you just have a great memory or you're exceedingly good looking or whatever it is. I don't know. I don't know if, I don't know if that makes you lucky if you're good looking, but you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. People that are good looking have uh, higher levels of success. I mean, that's human nature. People tend to overestimate your abilities if you're good looking. It's, it's just the way it is. I mean, that's, that is definitely a luck thing, but I think what we're really talking about is when you go back to the root of this whole conversation, it's a fixed versus growth mindset, a fixed mindset person will say that person got, got their success because of their situation and a growth minded person will say, I am going to change my situation and keep changing it until I find myself lucky. And you and I are both growth, growth mindset people. And the conversation about wealth is also fixed as well. Oh, of course you're wealthy. Your dad was a pilot, Pete, you know, or Craig, your, mm -hmm. your dad was a dentist. But I'll tell you what, 
we're probably not as likely to be extraordinarily wealthy because we grew up comfortable. So amongst my friends, it's just anecdotal, so I don't want to go on record no, like saying this. this, but you know, when you look at the Patrick Bet Davids and, you know, and, and uh, the Roy Crocs and the Howard Schultzes from Starbucks and all those people, all the people that I know, and I mean, obviously famous and local, the ones that are really obsessed with becoming massively wealthy grew up dirt freaking poor. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I am not going back there. And that fire of being poor is something that's always lighting them and they never want to go there. So they're running from that pain. Whereas you and I, I mean, your dad was an airline pilot. My dad was a dentist. We grew up middle class. We never really worried. You never, I'm sure you never worried. You never saw your dad come home, hands in his hand, uh, head in his hands, crying about how that would be. The airline industry was pretty rough, but, uh, but right. So, so, but I'm just, (laughs) well, I'm just saying that it's one thing like Patrick, but David grew up as a refugee in Germany. And he's like, fuck this. I am not going back there. And mm-hmm. it, so, so his thermostat for safety is set to millions and millions and millions of dollars. I need to get millions of dollars of security away from that painful point. Because it insulates you, right? As it becomes yeah. a buffer away from that. And yeah, and I think that is a great motivator. Fear sometimes is a great motivator. And that was probably, he probably ascribed to the, from that, just like, I'm going to hustle my way away from poverty. And by right? the way, he's still probably in some deep, dark part of his it's Brain embedded in his psychology now believes yeah. he could go broke still because it's so embedded in his psychology like some I, I know some really wealthy people that are actually worried about going broke they're worried about security mm-hmm. so they they have all this money like okay i'll buy a crazy boat i'll buy a guest house. i've been a, a a separate house another house and now they have real pain because they're like oh yeah i, ma- I make a million dollars a year two million dollars a year but i spend a million or two a year so the pain of going broke is still real. I mean, we all know people that make 50 to 80 grand a year and they're wealthy. They could, they could go through a crisis like this and not even worry. And we all know people that make a million dollars a year that are worried right now about going broke through the COVID crisis. So it's just about what you, how you spend. And being wealthy is just living on less than you earn is, is being wealthy. You don't, you don't get scared about that sometimes? I mean, I, I think mine's more psychologically embedded. You know, I, I've definitely had some... I fear it a lot, right? I mean, I, I would I be lying if I me. said I wasn't. I, I would right. be lying. But there's this wonderful thing that I do. It's called the and then what like idea. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this before. So let's just say that our fear is losing our practice through COVID-19, right? Okay. So we lose our practice and, and or we, we, we can't make the bills. And then what? Um, we try to negotiate with our vendors. And then what? We go bankrupt. And then what? Um, uh, we have to sell all of our assets and then what? And then by the time you get all the way down to it, like, uh, do you have your skill? Yeah. No one can take my dental skill away. Okay. Could you work as an associate? Yeah. You know what? And then you have mm-hmm. a whiteboard. Maybe you don't love living in Wisconsin or, or Arizona. I You're love like, that you know exercise. What? Right. Cause, Cause that's what I do. Usually with the board. worst case scenario isn't so damn bad. Yeah, well, there's, there's a unique opportunity. So maybe you live in a place of the, of the world that you're like, I don't really want to be here anyway. And now I could whiteboard it. Now I can go be an associate for someone in San Diego County. I live on the ocean. And you know what? I'll work four days a week. I'll make 150, 250, whatever it is, or 100 grand. And, and life will be, you know, from there, it'll be, we'll go forward. So that was what I did when I built my building. I said, worst case scenario, my wife and I were on uh, vacation in Southern California. We were in Carmel. And my plan B was very real. I said, I said to my, my wife, baby, listen, if this all hits the fan, um, I'm going to go uh, and we're going to live here. But there's something about owing a lot of money. It's better to owe a lot of money than a little money. Because if you owe a lot of money and, you, you know, like our buddy um, Dwight Pecora, who's building a massive 10,000 square foot building at Fort Bend uh, Dental Group. Oh, 
Oh, Pete, Sorry. you suck. Finish your thought. Finish no, your no, thought. the rules are the rules. All right, we'll have to continue it on. And you know what I mean by if you know you owe a lot of money. The bank wants that. The bank wasn't doesn't want to take a dental building back. They don't want your asset. They don't want your asset. They want an operating practice. So that's what I'm saying. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you the next time. Ten minutes or less. So you're Ten minutes. Ten minutes. <laughs> High five. High five.